0: In a podcast sponsored by Flyro, Podcast, what is going on? Look quickly before we start this piece of audio gold. I quickly want to tell you about Garden Club, GDN Club. It's available right now. As part of membership, you'll get a weekend breakfast podcast inspiring you while you eat your cornflakes to get outside into the garden. You'll also get a monthly behind-the-scenes video with a make-to-create gardening idea to do with the family you'll get the digital version and the audio version of the how to get kids gardening book you'll get a private and exclusive community area which means that you can share ideas with other members of the club and instant access to me which means you'll be able to message me and i will instantly get back to you answering your questions it's all available right now for 39.99 a year which is about three pound thirty a month which i don't think is too bad. All of this supports getting kids into gardening and supports the podcast too. Plus, if you are a school and a teacher, that means you get it for free. So there's access to absolutely everything from Garden Club free for teachers. If it sounds like something you'd like to be part of or want to find out more, hit up skinnyjeanegardener.co.uk forward slash GDN. Now, let's get on with the podcast. Skinny how we doing uh, right tonight uh we are talking uh, it sort of goes along what we talked about the first half hour if you want to call in then please do it's 0742 uh, three five seven four five two zero. We're talking about kiss the ground. If you watched over the weekend, then thank you for doing your homework. I watched after last week's Thursday show with Mister Soggett himself, uh, and, and since then I've not been able to stop thinking about it. I've not been able to stop. I don't know what you guys think. I don't know if anyone managed to watch it or has watched it beforehand but it, it goes back to what i've done to my driveway which about, i know i know we're talking about my driveway again about what we do with our soil like especially this year i really thought a lot more about soil it, it didn't feel very it didn't feel very important beforehand. I felt like, yeah, it's just soil. It doesn't matter. Get some new stuff sorted. It's really important. <laughs> what we do to it as well. Uh, from kiss the ground. Basically, what was said was if he was on, he was on more of an industrial sort of agricultural style over in America about how they plough the fields and basically we're killing off organisms. By the way, any, anyone that thinks, oh, thank God, thank God, thank God, because if I'm saying something wrong, then uh, this <laughs> time will... <laughs> I,
1: I just came in and heard you say, thank God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, only because I was saying, like, uh, about organisms that once we start breaking down the soil the organisms in the soil uh,
1: yeah it? it sucks it's like it a... it kills it off i mean even the humble worm something as simple as that you think you run a plow through a soil it's going to chop up that worm that gets in the way yeah kill that off so is it true it, that worms, worms
0: come back to life and you get two worms if that uh, happens
1: i believe that's to be a bit of a, um, a myth but there might be one type of worm Something kind of my back of a head, yeah. One type of worm that that is true,
0: um, yeah. Well, that, so that's the thing that like, I learned from it. That uh, that we, I think, there's definitely a place for digging. <laughs> um,
1: I mean, that was on quite an industrial
0: limb. yeah. What they were yeah. showing,
1: yeah. I mean, that, that's what I took away from Kiss of Ground. Um, I'm a no digger and. There's a meme going around at the moment that anybody who's a no-digger will tell you they're a no-digger.
0: Okay, um, very fashionable.
1: Well, I've just done it because it made sense to me. Uh, right at, at 10 years old, it just, what I did, it made sense. But um, on a, on the agricultural scale, yeah, ploughing the land releases all that carbon from the, or the CO2 from the soil, which then goes up and... Uh, the the uh, diagrams or the the satellite images that were showing that really did highlight that it does run in line with plowing season.
0: Yeah, that was um, an incredible. Incredible image to be able to see see that throughout the year, like the diff- like the the intensity of what was yeah. happening during them yeah. times.
1: Yeah, and how when what more plants were being grown, such as wheat crop or whatever was grown in the farmers' fields. That went down quite dramatically.
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, gone. What are you saying?
1: Oh, I was just going to say I found that really quite interesting and really quite eye-opening in that regard.
0: Obviously, I'm getting like over there because it was obviously American-based, so we we don't show what goes on over here, but we obviously do the same in UK, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and this happens all over all over the world. And if you go to any. Especially during the summer, if you go to any, um, go on any walks and walk past a field in the UK, we get exactly the same like dustiness. And yeah. there's one field that we we walk across in, in our local area, and it is like an absolute desert sometimes.
1: Yeah, yeah. You only have to look at the colour of the soil as well in the farmer's fields. It's a very almost sandy brown, not that dark black brown that we associate with good soil
0: yeah well i, I suppose uh, i suppose if we did the same if we overworked our soil in our own gardens we'd yeah. have exactly the same problem yeah whereas i always see see when i first started going gardening it was like get get in there get stuck in turn churn that soil as much as possible and try and almost almost thinking try and get the good stuff to come to the top
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you would dig over the soil to try and incorporate air and particularly nitrogen into that soil. That was, I believe, the thinking behind it. Mm. And also, if you're doing it before the winter, so that the frost would break down those those big clods, especially in clay, to break it into uh, finer particles. However, it doesn't seem to get that frosty anymore, I don't think, certainly not here anyway that i don't find it breaks it down so it's completely gone for that reason um it does when you dig over your soil the the crops do benefit from it there's no denying they do benefit from it but that's because you're killing all that life in the soil so it's feeding off that dead stuff in the ground the plants are feeding off the dead stuff
0: which is great for that moment for that plant but once it's gone it's gone
1: yeah yeah and 100 years time it may not be able to support itself.
0: Hmm. This is that's quite. It's, it's really quite worrying, really. And uh, it got me thinking about a lot of things. One about it, about no dig, mm. um, and about what how we what we do with our soil in our own garden. Like, uh, I've just found another fly. It's not the same one. <laughs> the same. It's not the same one, is it? Another one. Sorry, mate. Um, one. What we well, obviously. We, I, I, said, I said this to you after we watched it together, didn't we? Let me just interrupt this podcast by saying that this podcast is sponsored by Flymo. Yes, Flymo. If, like me, you've had that final cut of the lawn and the lawnmower is stored away in the shed, that doesn't mean that gardening stops. And that also doesn't mean that Flymo don't have some amazing products to help you out throughout the winter. One thing that I absolutely love is the SeaLink 20 Volt Combi Pack Three in One. It's an interchangeable, lightweight, and easy to use three in one gardening tool. You've got a grass trimmer, a hedge trimmer, and a blower, which, especially at this time of year when I've got loads of leaves in the garden, is absolutely perfect for me. You know me, I absolutely love Flymo, they're an affordable and quality tool which, when they're cordless like this, makes it so much easier just to get out of the shed and just get out there and get gardening. If you head over to flymo.com right now, it's free delivery on all orders over 45 quid. And so if you want to continue your garden adventure throughout winter, that is the place to head to. Right, let's continue the podcast. I feel like we can't really do much about what farmers do. I mean, there's going to be farmers that watch that in the UK that will be pushing for their own industry to change. But as yes. gardeners, I feel like in our own gardens and our allotments, we can do a lot more, one, thinking about what we're doing with our, our soil, and, yeah. also, and also what we're doing with our gardens. Like, I, I, I guess earlier on, I talked about my driveway, for instance, uh-huh. about just paving it over everything like yeah. we always think about how good plants are for the world but but we're not necessarily thinking about or minding about paving over and tarmac over everything are we
1: just, you know, yeah. hard landscaping has a place it does have a place but I think what you're saying about getting the farmers on board getting more and more farmers on board the trouble with those is they're very set in their ways and i've had this trouble with my own uh grandparents they were very Mm -hmm. set in their ways so i just all like i decided to do then was just do what i'm doing prove it works and prove the results and then if they ask questions then give them the information but don't go uh, a bit like if anybody out there is a vegan i apologize for using this but you know how the vegans are very Cushy, and that we cannot keep continue or the militant vegans i should say yeah that, uh, how we cannot um, eat meat and everything that puts people off straight away and i feel it's the same with with trying to uh, attack our gardening is that we've got to just prove that it works and prove that there's benefits to it before and let people find out for themselves instead of just trying to push it on them
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. I, I, I'm, I'm with you there. Um. But yeah. I suppose. I I, 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 feel that with no dig. Like it is like a vegan thing, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Stick, definitely. The, I don't
0: know how it how it got to that point. I don't know why. It only feels like over the last two years that that has happened to no dig.
1: Yeah, I think as more and more people have gotten bored and it's became the more eco-friendly way and again i know people who are very much into their eco-friendliness but they can come over as very very pushy yeah in how they go about it and i feel that's happening with no dig um i mean i've been on certain groups when somebody's came in asking about a spade or what spade to buy and they've been shot down straight away and i don't think that's helpful because it it puts someone back against your own um a campaign in many ways.
0: I, I I still think there's a place for a spade.
1: <laughs> there is. There is. How are you gonna get your compost out of your compost bin without a spade? How are you gonna plant a, how are you gonna plant your shrub your or bush without a spade?
0: Yeah uh definitely still a place for, for tools in that sense. Uh so we don't have to wipe them out totally. But yeah I think I think it's really made me think it's made me think a lot about like for me i talked a lot a long time about not really worrying about soil just go and grab some compost you'll be fine mm. and you shouldn't you should really look after the soil you've got yeah and i don't feel like this is the first thing i've watched in a long time that has made me think that actually doing gardening and looking after our soil can make a difference not not just growing your own stuff but can make a difference to climate change
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've always, I mean, I've said this with veg gardening. If you are worried about uh, the climate change and you want to do your own little bit, going on protests and everything is fine. But if you just start doing it in your own back garden, you are growing your own veg in your garden, you're not then not transporting food halfway across the world. You're, you're taking your own steps. You're in control of that. And then you can worry about what you can't control at a later date.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But also, you can sort of, you'd like to hope that you're, you'd you inspire your neighbours as well by doing such.
1: Yeah, yeah, but you got to prove it works.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: Um, well, I I think when we watched that on Thursday night, they had a farmer in who uh, basically let the sheep graze down what was left, the leftover wheat and, and stuff, which actually works really, really well. But if that was in the back garden and you left all those uh, dead um, plants effectively still in the ground, your neighbours aren't going to like the look of it and therefore not going to adopt to it.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's where the education side of why it's happening needs, needs, needs to come in, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Which I suppose is is can be quite difficult.
1: Yeah. I mean, I like the idea of getting animals come in as well. Um, to clear away the waste because it's they're feeding off the waste.
0: Yeah, well that's the thing. they really concentrated in, in uh, that kiss the ground on mm. the cows, for for instance, quite a bit about how they are basically bringing back. Like they do get a bad rap, cows, don't they?
1: They do. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but how they are actually helping save the planet how, how, by, the way they, yeah. by the way they're doing it.
1: Yeah, I mean, the reason cows get a bad rap is because uh, rainforests get cut down so that farmers can farm more and more cows and obviously they then give off methane. Yeah. But that, I mean, that methane is probably going to happen anyway. But if we can use it on the land that's already existing and being used for something else, I feel that's the way to go about it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh I'm not getting a cow anytime soon, by the way, just to, just to let you know. <laughs> no,
1: neither am I. Neither am I. Chickens are quail are enough. Yeah, that
0: would do. Has <laughs> um, it made you think about how you uh, do your own uh, allotment and, gar- and garden and garden as well, mate? Like what you put into it and stuff like that?
1: It's, it's, certain, I mean, like you, it's got me going in my brain going quite a bit and sort of thinking, you know what? There's something to this, something that makes a lot of sense even though I've done no dig 20 odd years uh, completely by accident but I just felt there was more I could take away from that and really start thinking about how our garden affects everything else yeah, you know, everyone else on the planet um, I do think it's going to be like a, a, a um, thimble in an ocean sort of scenario, I'm not going to be able to do much but if 100 people go and do that. That's a hundred thimbles. Then yeah. if they inspire another hundred, it, it can just keep mem- growing momentum.
0: Yeah. You're, you're so right, though. It is really easy to uh, think... I have to be careful how I put this. I know someone, I think you know. You might know who I'm talking about, that, that they, they don't recycle. and right. uh, And basically their answer to it is, well... You know what's the point? No, you know, over and so and so they don't do stuff. But if we all think like that, a bit like this, if we all think like you say, it might just it might you might feel like you're you're just doing your own little thing. And is it really going to make a difference? But just by you doing it and prove, like you say, proving it and be able to tell people about that, that that is a you know, it's a big thing. I think
1: big thing, big thing. I mean, I also believe that all these businesses, be it a farmer or uh, another country they are led by their profits so yeah. if you really want them to change buy the products that are implementing those changes mm-hmm. and that will get more um, and that, that has the most amount of power than politicians or anything else the, the the bottom line is they want to make money
0: this is this is a really tough one We're after, we've we we in so different subjects we keep coming back round to this sort of thing and that is a really tough thing to to educate people public everyone that uh that paying a little bit more will make a difference to the planet and it's really difficult when there's when the cheap stuff is so much cheaper
1: yeah yeah i mean people won't pay a little bit a little bit more money off yet but if people that are prepared to do it will start doing it instead of complaining about it they make those changes, and the more of them that do it, the price can only come down.
0: Yeah, because understand. it'll be
1: cheap for them to produce, especially if they start doing it on mass market.
0: Yeah, that's, that is so true. I'd, it'd be, I think uh, I, I was watching today, uh, Alex from Essex allotment. Um, I think he does no dig. And, uh, I think uh, you know he, he's sort of proven that well, it's a bit of a smaller scale, I suppose. But well, I mean, very much like Charles Dowden, that it can be done and it does make a difference.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Charles Dowden's obviously the, the guru when it comes to that. I mean, he's got two acres, is it? Or three acres? Not quite a lot. We must quite get him really. But I mean, but he is a market gardener, so he's doing it in order to make a living from his produce. But it works for him. Yeah,
0: it works. It's, it's, it's obviously he's looking after his soil, which is going to make a difference. Something about carbon. It's carbon. With the carbon not being so, so, so when you dig over the, the soil, yes, you're sending carbon out into yes. our, atmosphere.
1: yes, carbon in CO two form is a gas, yes. and or even CO CO or carbon oxide CO one or car- carbon oxide That's the word I was thinking of. Uh, that's all in gas form. But when it's in the soil, it's like a carbon sink. So it's. Yep excuse me, sorry, it's held within the soil. You dig it over, that gas then escapes up to the atmosphere where it, it doesn't do any good. Um, the, the, the thing is that carbon is always going to be around because everything on this planet is kind of carbon-based. Uh, it's a, what's the word? It's an element. So it's a naturally found produce, uh, product, um, element. It's right. just not very good when it's up in the atmosphere. Down in the ground, it's fine.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, makes, it, it does make a lot of sense. How, what did you think of it as an actual film, mate? What did you think of the, how it was all put together?
1: I was really impressed with it. I mean, I didn't know. I, I've seen people raving about it. I didn't know quite what to make of it before we sat down and watched it. But I was, I mean, it had Woody Harrison on it for the starters. I was quite surprised when he popped up. Yeah. Um, yeah. As a proper Hollywood star, so I kind of thought this isn't going to be a cheap, cheap little movie just bunged together. Yeah, turned out it was a really well produced little little film. Would I call it an entertaining film? Mm, Probably more documentary style, but education.
0: Yeah, definitely. It it inspired me, and it ain't very often that I can go to my my brothers very much into uh, to thought provoking films and. And all this and always comes to me. Usually I go to him with, like, oh, have you seen the new Fast and Furious film or something like that? <laughs> not, that's a bad example. I don't, don't watch that rubbish. But uh, there's not often. Yes, you do. Go, yeah, sure. We <laughs> <laughs> don't often go to him and say, uh, this is a good one to, to get you thinking about stuff, about the mm. planet. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm actually going to watch it again because <laughs> to take it all in.
0: Yeah, it's definitely worth two watches for sure, man.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely.
0: Uh, dude, thanks for calling in.
1: No worries, thank you. I have and, to uh, apologise you... if I've not made much sense. I didn't get much sleep last night.
0: Oh, what's, what happened, mate?
1: I've got too fake. I've got to have a route, uh, canal route again.
0: Oh, mate, not cool. No, uh, not good. Keep warm, mate, and uh, I'll speak to you later. Have a good one. Cheers, dude. Bye, dude. Um, Mr. Richard Suggett there, reviewing our um, the show that we watched, Kiss the Ground. If you watched Kiss the Ground over the weekend or before that, I'd love to hear from you tonight and love to hear your thoughts on it. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, let me know on the socials. And perhaps you'd like to tune in. This is just the best bits. Imagine the actual full show. We're here on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Twitch. Every Monday to Thursday, 8 till 10. So if you want to come on, if you want to chat gardening, that is the place to be.
1: Thanks for listening.
0: This is a Skin and Gin Gardener podcast sponsored by Flyro.